0: River Windsor,
1: Windsor. Ascot. Ascot Maidenhead, Maidenhead. Bracknell. Bracknell Wokingham, Wokingham. Henley, Henley. Reading Okay Ta-da. The voice, River Radio, of the Thames Valley. Hello, it's me, Patrick, here from The Magic Moments. It's four o'clock until five. I'm Patrick on River Radio, on web, on mobile, on Alexa. It's The Magic Moments. We've got a jam-packed show, including magician Nathan Earl. will be on a bit later, but here's some music. It's nights like this on River Radio.
0: We were walking in Harlem Park. It started getting dark. You gave your hand to me. We got talking about the past I even made you laugh It all came naturally And it's always been hard Saying what I want to say With the voices in my head Telling me to run away Yeah, I've never found somebody Who makes me want to stay Like you do Oh, like you do I
2: don't have to hide my feelings Cause you're
0: I met you. I'm not that shy. Got me thinking. Is it too soon to plan a life with you? You're the only one. i want by my side. And it's always Keeps on getting better I see forever Come together On nights like this
1: like this on River radio it's me Patrick here I'm with you right up until five and it's the magic moments hello good afternoon welcome to the show and we have got a jam-packed show this afternoon just after this next song I'm gonna be interviewing magician Nathan Earl if you've ever been to Covent Garden and you've ever seen a magician there he's probably someone that you've seen producing a lemon and then probably like a melon from a hat or something. <laughs> we got that, and of course we've got all the classics as well. Guess the song, What Year Is This? And of course, Quiz of the Week. Here's some Coldplay to get us started. It's Humankind on River Radio. Humankind's Coldplay on River Radio. Let's mix it up. Here's Melody Sagala playing you live on River Radio. Dive in
2: to River Radio. (laughs)
1: Isagala sounding so good this Monday afternoon it's the magic moments on River Radio it's coming up to ten past four And I'm very excited because uh, this Monday I've got a very special guest. We had Richard Jones on last week. Really appreciated all your messages and all your comments for that. And uh, today I'm joined by someone very, very special. This guy in the magic world is really well respected as an amazing magician, great at sleight of hand, uh, and also well known as a stage performer as well. Um, you know, we're going to be chatting to him about lots of different things. But if you go down to Covent Garden, uh, he is probably someone who. You would see performing uh, to literally hundreds of people, uh, you know, doing an amazing job. He's a great guy. And it's at uh, the magician, Nathan Earl. Hello, Nathan. Hello. Hello,
3: Patrick. Thank you for having me on and giving me those kind opening words as well. Much appreciated. Absolutely right.
1: It's all true, Nathan. And it's really, really great to have you on the show. Um, Nathan, ha- how's that? How's it all been going? How's all the magic stuff going? Firstly, you, you, you kind of you are you at, at Covent, Covent Garden right now?
3: Uh, actually, to be honest with you, I know when I spoke, I actually um I had a few things to do today. In the end, so I didn't actually um today, but i have working actually the the past week pretty much, and now summer holidays coming up, so I'm going to be doing pretty much every single day now.
1: And, and and Nathan, I mean, first of all, you know, you've been doing magic what for sort of quite a while now. How how did you get into magic? What was it that started your journey into becoming a professional magician?
3: Well, um, actually, it's a it's a funny one, really, because when I was young. And I used to go to the um, uh, I used to go to um. When I mean, my grandfather, first of all, did a few tricks for me also. But I used to go into the Watford Hilton sometimes, and there was always a magician going round. They would do a little bit of um, a little bit of magic for the kids, and then they used to take the kids into another room and do like a a magic show as well. So um, one of those actually was Mandy Davis, who you might be familiar with. So and um, not only that, but also yeah, my grandfather did it a bit. But that wasn't. I mean, I, I had an interest in it when I was really young, but then later on, like 10 years later or so, when I was 16, somebody said to me, oh, you should become a magician. So I decided I, uh, I needed a hobby, and I decided to take it up as a hobby. Then also, um, and in terms of the, the professional side of things, and I worked, when I left university, I started doing market magic, which uh, you're familiar with as well, and I did demonstrations in Harrods, and I also did uh, selfridges and a bit of Hamleys as well. And then after that just took the step into becoming a street performer and also I do gigs as well. So it, just, it was one of those things that progressed like, over time.
1: And, and Nathan, have you got a magician who, you've, you know, you've done magic for a while. Have you got a magician who you really look up to, someone who you think, you know, that's someone I, I, I lo- I'd i love to emulate in my career?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I'd say that there's lots of different people who inspire me in, in, in different ways. But I mean, when I was younger, I was looking at people like Dynamo and Paul Daniels. I was really a big fan of them as well. But I should say, is, um, when it comes to doing the streets, there's people who I respect, in that, in that point of view as well, because obviously street performing is different to doing magic. I'll obviously say more about that in a minute. But there are, there are a lot of magicians who I respect in different ways, you know, because they, they've got different sorts of
1: skills. Mm. Well, sets. So, so, so you started off, Nathan, you got the, the magic set, you worked at Hamley's, worked for Marvin's Magic, which is like a job demonstrating tricks to people. Uh, and you've you know, done a lot since then, but now you're a street performer what's it like being a street performer what's it like being at covent garden i'm sure a lot of listeners and a lot of people remember going down to london and seeing you know it's a pretty coveted spot to be performing at covent garden uh what's it like being on the other side of that performing yeah. you know can you can you tell us a bit about that
3: sure absolutely and what's it like being a it's one of those things that definitely it's, it gives you a really good buzz i mean i i think personally as well aside from demonstrating magic i think it's one of the best day jobs you can also do as a magician um obviously it's hard work building the act and it's, it's one of those things that is is definitely a lot harder than it looks uh, but it is it is great fun there's different um, there's different sort of time periods when it's more fun than others like obviously when you're doing during the holidays it's really good fun you get a lot of families out and there's more tourists i mean when it's like when it's winter and during the midweek it can be a bit depressing you know but you have to work you have to work those days to get good as well, you know what I mean?
1: And, and have you got any good stories, Nathan? Have you got any, in your time being a street performer at Covent Garden, have you got any sort of uh, uh, funny moments or things that have happened or celebrities that have come and seen you perform or any sort of surreal moments so far?
3: I can't. There's I probably, if I was to dig deep, there's probably loads of, loads of things I could probably tell you. I mean, even a few weeks ago as well, if you want to know, I almost got... Almost got punched as well by some crazy guy. So there's a lot of things that can happen really? in the streets So I just went over to security, and I'd seen this guy before, by the way. This guy was someone who had previously started touching all my props, and I went over just to talk to security. I said to them, yeah, "Just keep an eye on him." And then he went chasing me and everything, and he was shouting, "Oh, you're like, like calling the police!" Or something. he was saying something in a, I think, I think in Polish. I didn't quite understand. But then he was, he was, he was having his. He came up to me with his fist clenched and everything, and it was like, wow. it was like a bit of a, a face off, really. I also had him. Um, you'll be familiar with it with the cup and ball routine this was years mm-hmm. ago actually when I first started busking this guy came up as well he started dropping what I believe to be drugs inside my cup of ball <laughs> and just, like, I was just building building a, building a crowd and then that happened and all that and,
1: wow yeah it, 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 it's, it's definitely there's definitely sort of another side to it people don't realize isn't isn't there
3: yeah because a lot of people think that performing on the streets is some people might believe it's quite, quite a glamorous way of doing things like performing magic but there's there's definitely another side to it it's uh, it, it can be a bit of a grind sometimes in any situations that happen on the streets. But ultimately, being able to do it for a living, I mean, the great thing about the from being in the streets, what makes up for it is the fact that you have like, to do what you want. You know, I can go out and work when I want. If I'm feeling lazy or I, I have other things to do, I can just choose to take the time off and no, no boss is going to get angry at me
1: that's the thing you've got complete. the line went a bit there nathan but i think we got what you were trying to say you know that the uh you know you get that complete freedom is that you you are your own boss like a uh, a lot of freelance jobs which you're right is a, is a great thing um for some people definitely um uh and and nathan would in terms of sort of the future the next steps you know you're still a young guy you've got you know you've got so many things ahead of you um and every time i see you in the magic world you're growing and developing and getting better what's next for you what would you like to be doing in the next sort of few years as in terms of your magic career
3: good question actually and um, i forgot to mention i'm also a member of the magic circle as well i went to tell you that um i got in at 18 actually which is Without bragging, up the youngest that someone could be a member. So obviously, there's there's a few things I've done already. And in terms of the future, where does the future take me? I mean, I think eventually I want to I want to work in more places, and, but I want to do that obviously like progress it, like take it step by step, bit by bit, and also do more gigs. I mean, that's the dream. Like as good as the streets is, and I do like the freedom that, that doing the streets can bring bring you. It'd be nice to work other pitches as well because you might have know we've been we've been having this whole situation with with Westminster Council, and the, that's another another story, of course with regards, you know, Westchester Council have brought in these new rules and everything with regarding the the licence. So it'd be nice to try out other places as well, you know, to pull back on. I know we're we're doing well on that side, but, um, yeah, just to travel around more places, do more gigs and, who knows, maybe maybe get more well-known in the magic community and also, yeah, just mm. maybe run more of my own material ultimately too.
1: And Nathan, would you ever want to sort of do a show at the Edinburgh Fringe or any, I know a lot of magicians want to do that. Would that be something that would interest you?
3: Yeah, A lot of people have been telling me to go (laughs) this year as well. I just say, maybe, I mean, yeah, ultimately. I mean, the thing with the Fringe is definitely good to go there for the experience. So I think if I go there, it'll definitely be a life-changing experience. I mean, I haven't quite made up my mind yet about what I want to do on that front, but have you have you done it? I don't know if you're interviewing uh, me, but
1: BWB. no, it's, it's, it's all, always good to know. Um, uh, no, I, I haven't performed it, but I would love to, Nathan. You know that would be a, certainly a dream of mine, and um, I, I would love to quickly ask Nathan. And um, you know, there might be someone listening who is thinking about um, maybe doing some busking or performing on the streets. Um, maybe not Covent Garden, but you know, maybe in 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 the local area, obviously. With a radio, a lot of the listeners um, live in the local area, Marlow, Henley, Maidenhead, Reading, around there, Bracknell. Um, if they were listening and they were thinking about it, would you have any advice for, because it's quite daunting going out into the street and doing uh, some sort of performance. You know, have you got any advice?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I would recommend. And um, if someone really is just starting out, obviously the, the initial advice is go out there and do it. Don't, don't feel afraid to go out and take risks because that's, that's what it's all about. But obviously, if you go to big cities, like in London, there's a lot of queuing on the pitch. So there's a lot of, you know, you're sharing the pitch with other people a lot of the time. And that's the reason why you do that is obviously so you don't get noise clashes other a performance, so it doesn't become carnage, because the more carnage there is, the more likely councils are to mm. bring in rules. So I would say, when you when, if, if a bus was starting out, get the lowdown in the area, basically. Do a bit of your research beforehand and find out what kind of a community and how, how the busking scenario works in a certain place because I I would recommend also if you're just starting out, you probably don't want to be queuing up for like three hours on a pitch, you know, to do your spot. You need as much stage time as possible. So which is is what I did actually. I first started out doing as many shows as I possibly could. And also even if it was a shared pitch, doing it on the, on the quieter days where I'd, where I could really like work the pitch and and get used to it.
1: That's a really good point. Yeah. Just, yeah. If you are spending hours queuing up and you only have a 10 minute or 20 minute pitch, then, you know, it's going to be difficult to get better. Um. Well,
3: yeah. A lot of the pictures, though, so if I could just. Uh, no, no, was, sure. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the pictures are actually like 30 to 45 minutes as well, they have a rule. So I think if you're just starting out, there's pretty much no way you're going to be able to hold them for 45 minutes or, or so. So yeah. you could, yeah. I mean you, could do, I mean, you mentioned 10, 20 minutes. That's, you can start out doing like 10 minute shows. This not actually crack them out.
1: Wow, it's, it's 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 Nathan it's so interesting to hear from your side of it cuz I feel like a lot of people uh, especially with Covent Garden associate it with street performing and busking uh, and hearing your 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 side of it is is absolutely fascinating and I'm sure uh, you know I'll be speaking for for some of the listeners as well when I say that. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great. And, and Nathan, you know, we really appreciate you taking the time to come on to River Radio. You know, every week we try and get a new magician on. And uh, it's been so interesting hearing um, about you and about your story. If people want to sort of know more about you, h- how can they find you online? Have you got any social media or website or anything?
3: I do. Yeah, I have um, uh, my Instagram is actually street style magician. So it's just, it's just one word. I do. Um, I do have a website as well that people want to. Uh, want to book me. But I suspect, obviously, most of these people probably listening. in. I, d- I don't know how many people are, are listening. But I'm saying I like I suspect a lot of them are magicians. So who knows? If you want a magician to work alongside you, then <laughs> there I am. You can check out my <laughs> website. Um, I do have a, a, a Facebook page as well, which is a Nathan L Street on Magician. I haven't updated a lot of content on there, but best place probably to find me is Instagram. I mean, I do. I do both things every now and again. So yeah,
1: uh, it's great. Well, well, I can honestly say, Nathan, you know. There is a lot more to come from you because every time, as I said, every time I see you, more and more cool stuff comes up, and uh, it's great to see your career going from strength to strength. And, and one day I'm going to uh, um, head down to Covent Garden and actually watch your show because I remember once I walked past and said hi, but I, I didn't watch it. So I'm I'm going, to, I'm going to try and do that next time.
3: Sure, that'll be great as always. It'll be good to see down there as well. And thanks for yeah. I mean, uh, being being a young being a, a young person, as you say you, yourself. I guess I guess one can progress quite quickly really. And I'm sure yeah, the same for all, a lot of younger I magicians. I'm I'm twenty seven now by the way, so I first probably start getting to magic around around 16 or so I'm actually joined the young magician's club at that
1: point so i'd like to think i've come a long way since then uh, it's great and it's, it's great to see how far you've come nathan oh thanks so much for coming on that was the amazing no problem, yeah. magician nathan earl uh speaking about his career and his time uh, as a magician and what he's doing next as well you can uh, check him out online uh, via the links mentioned here's a bit of music it's tom grennan on river radio
2: millions of were We're holding on hoping it don't break but now that we die
0: Dive in to River Radio.
2: Every time you come around, you know I can't say no. Every time the sun goes down, I let you take control.
1: in there. Sounding so good this Monday afternoon. You're listening to River Radio. In to River Radio. Yes, it's got to that point of the show. I've just asked the computer to choose a random year, any year between 1915 and 2000 and 22. Whatever year we get, I'm going to play the UK number one from today of that year. Today is Monday the 25th of July. Oh, interesting. The computer, very interesting. The computer has gone for 2,000 and... 9 Let's see, what was the UK number one on the 25th of July, 2000? Oh, very nice. It's an absolute tune. We're going to play it now. Here it is. It's Beat Again, JLS. The UK number one on River Radio. Damn,
2: the doctor's just finished telling me There's no time, losing you could be the end of me the things that... I-
1: just as good as it did in 2009. It's Beats again, JLS on River Radio. And that was this week's number one in 2009. Now, we're going to take a little look at this week's schedule on River Radio. Stay tuned because after I'm done, when I'm on my way home, I'll certainly be tuning into River Radio because it's time for tea with mike five till seven we've also got lots of new shows as well coming up lots to look forward to on river radio lots of new presenters coming in lots of shows being moved around so for the most up-to-date version go onto our website river.radio and you can click and have a look at the live schedule always happy to help and of course, if you want to get involved, you know what to do. Send me a message, Patrick, at River. Radio. I'm always, I'm always happy to give you a shout out. Or maybe you want a song as well.
2: Hey, hey, I'm
1: here, I'm here for you. I'm here, here for you, whatever you want on your Monday evening. Would you feel some... I'll tell you what, let's get a bit more music on now. It's a bit of Paolo Nutini. Oh.
4: I For my head, I got a pencil full of lead and water. For my throat, I got buttons for my coat and sails on my boat. So much more than I needed before. I got money in the meter and a turbine eat row oh, road Now it's getting on the road, so it sweeter. I got legs on my chairs and a head for hair. a hair. Holding a pants and some shoes in my feet. I got a shelf full of books and most of my teeth. you is of socks and a door with a lock. I got food in my belly, analysis for my telly. and nothing's going to bring me down. guitar and tires in my car I've got most of the means and scripts for the scene. come am out and about so I'm in with a shout i got a favorite chat but better than that Food in my belly and a license for my dairy and nothing's gonna bring me down I'm
2: out of broad and high Nothing's gonna bring me down more. Boy's the best of all
1: listening because after this we've got guess the singer a bit of an old classic thank you Paul and for pencil full of lead so. just after this next one outcast hey yeah we've got guess the song where i'm going to be playing a very famous singer singing a very obscure song all you got to do is tell me who it is let me know, Patrick at dot Radio. Now, uh, to- this is a classic, isn't it? It's outcast on the magic moments.
5: Y'all don't.
1: personally my favorite part of the show all you got to do is try and guess the next song who is singing the next song it is as always someone or a band who are very very well known Uh, but the twist is that the song is very very obscure for example it might be a bonus track it might just be a song no one's ever heard of because it's not that good sometimes it is just a very well-known song that i just end up playing and then someone messages in and says this is like one of the most famous songs ever written and then it's a bit awkward uh, here we go then it's time to play this week's song of the week if you think you know it you know what to do clue it's by someone very famous not really a clue is it <laughs> If you think you know, send me a message, Patrick at River Radio.
2: the love that i am now you go somewhere
1: moment of truth if you've been playing along we are about to reveal who was singing that song I for one have never heard it before maybe it is quite well known (laughs) I don't think it is though I'm pretty sure this I'm going to say it band bit of a throwaway little gift for you have got some pretty big songs some of their songs have been streamed over a billion times Uh, But this one, not so much. Well done if you did get it right. The answer
2: is... It's
1: Maroon 5.
2: somebody's me Take a back seat, pitch high, and take a long ride on my motorbike until I'm ready. Crazy little thing called love.
1: called love cover by maroon five and before that we had um uh, we had another song by maroon five sugar totally forgot what it was called
0: then
1: <laughs> it's coming up to the end of the show uh, but don't go anywhere because from five until seven we've got mike and bruce with time for
2: tea
1: you don't want to miss that one Always love listening to that to sort of ease me into my Monday evening.
2: Uh,
1: but I'm not going anywhere. I'll be back this time next week. Always love coming onto this show. Thanks, everybody, for all of your messages, your support, everything. It really does mean a huge amount.
4: And in time, this one reminds the other of a past. Life lived much too fast to hold on to How am I losing you? A broken house Another dry month waiting for the rain and I have been resisting this decay I thought you'd do the same But this is all I am
2: Don't
4: tell me that I changed because that's not the truth And now I'm losing you Fragile sound The world outside just watches as we crawl Crawl towards a life of fragile lines
1: Mumford and sons on river radio it's coming up to the end of the show now if you've been to this week's maidenhead festival that was yesterday and sunday i'd love to hear from you i'd love to get some listeners on who went to the maidenhead festival that's just happened on saturday and sunday love to hear your experiences it does sound uh, like it was a really great uh, two days.
4: Dry month for the rain.
1: But as I said, whatever happens, I'll be back next Monday, four until five. Mr. Thanks to my special guest Nathan Earl. Next week, I'll be interviewing UK magician Dean Levy, who's a wedding, a close-up magician. This is he worked for a few years in a famous magic shop before. Quitting and becoming a full time professional magician based in Windsor. He's coming on next week. If you've got a question you'd like me to ask him, you know what to do send me an email, Patrick at River. Radio, or you can contact the studio, studio at River. Dot radio.
2: Sorry, I ain't got no money.
1: I'm not Let's get this on now.
2: Money,
1: Galantis and no money. You can call me what you want, I ain't giving
2: you. I ain't gonna run